0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace To make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In today's meditation, we are going to try to zoom in the gospel to see closer this character of Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene had been in big trouble. We know from what the gospel says that the Lord had casted out from her seven demons. So she was probably a person with some difficulties, some problems. And when she met the Lord, her life totally changed. And that's a good thing to reflect on in this time of prayer. It is when I have an encounter with you, Lord, that everything changes. Because you can transform everything. You are the one who said at the very beginning, Let there be light. And then you created the world. And then you created us. You are the one who brings life around because you are life. God is the being that consists of being. He's always alive, always loving, always taking care of us. And when Mary Magdalene met the Lord, everything changed. And from being a person dealing with the devil she became an apostle. She became one of the ones who was very close to the Lord. We know that episode when Mary anointed Jesus' feet. And she broke this jar with this expensive perfume and she anointed Jesus' feet. Probably she had been keeping that perfume for a special occasion. And that day was the occasion when the king was at table. My perfume spilled and the fragrance filled the house. That's a quote from the Song of Songs. So Mary did this because she was in love with the Lord. Since that encounter with Jesus, her life changed. Now her life was about following Jesus, loving Jesus every day more. And she did these good things. Because she got a big heart. You remember that many people at table complained. Oh, we could have sold this perfume for 300 denarii. We could have given it to the poor. And the Lord said, leave her alone. She has done a good thing to me. The Lord likes when we try to love Him above all things. When we don't keep track of the things I lose if I say yes to you, Lord. The Lord wants us to be generous with Him. And that's exactly what Mary Magdalene did after her first encounter with Jesus. And we will see Mary Magdalene at the foot of the cross. When everybody ran away from that difficult moment, when everybody was scared, because if they killed Jesus... They could have killed everybody else, all his followers, you know. But Mary Magdalene was there at the foot of the cross because she had learned to love. And this is a good petition that we can now address to our Lord in our prayer. Lord, I want to learn to love you every day more. No matter what happens in my life, no matter what the road I have come down from, it doesn't matter. What matters really is that now I am with you, Awa, and I want to spend my life yes, in loving you, 100%. The adventure of Mary Magdalene doesn't end at the foot of the cross, as we know very well. We know that she looked at the place where Jesus was buried with the other women, right? So they knew where Jesus was, was laid. And <clears throat> early at dawn, On Easter Sunday, she went to the tomb with these other women to anoint once and again the body of the Lord, to anoint. When you love, you take care of the person you love. And you do these things, right? These anointings. So Mary Magdalene, there she is, in love once and again, going to the tomb on Easter Sunday. And then there was this earthquake, The angel showed them the empty tomb. The angel told them to go to the brethren and to let them know that Jesus is not in the tomb, that He's going to go to Galilee, go to Galilee, there you will see Him. And then the angel disappeared and the women went to transmit the news to Peter and John and the other apostles who were sad and afraid with the doors shut in the upper room. And we know through St. Matthew that the first reaction of the apostles was not to believe that the tomb was empty. What does that mean? Someone stole the body. The apostles at the very beginning were confused. And here is the adventure of Mary Magdalene. She went back to the tomb. This This time she went back to the tomb alone, according to John. And you know very well that moment when Mary Magdalene was looking for Jesus' body because Jesus was not there. Mary Magdalene is a woman who perseveres in her adventure of following Jesus Christ. Mary Magdalene wants to be there with the Lord. If the Lord is not around, my life doesn't make any sense. And I want to know where the Lord is. That's Mary Magdalene, right? And she went to the tomb and she was kind of worried and concerned Probably she was crying. She didn't recognize the Lord. She thought it was the, the keeper of the garden. And then that word pronounced by Jesus, Mary, and that changed everything again from the doubts from the fears, from the, you know, desolation of being without the Lord. Suddenly, Mary, Mary realized, here he is, and he's alive. In that word, the life of Mary Magdalene started anew. And that is exactly, Lord, what I want to do with my life. I want to begin again. I want to be right there, right now, in the garden, and I want to listen to that word that you are saying to me. The Lord is telling us right now, he's calling us by our names. The Lord is telling you, Hey, I am here. It seems that it's impossible, it seems that it's a dream, but I am here, and I really care about you. And you are not alone anymore with your fears, your problems, the baggage of your difficulties and disappointments in life and I am here with you. And then Mary's reaction was to try to take hold of Jesus' feet, right? Mary wanted to embrace the Lord because Mary was in love with the Lord. That's the thing. When we are close to the Lord, we know that everything is going to be okay. And that's exactly what we can do in our entire life right now, in this new opportunity to begin again. In this new opportunity to begin again that we have right now in this time of prayer. Lord, I want to come to realization, to understand and to feel that you are around. And if you are around, everything changes. Everything changes deep down in my heart. All the difficulties were still there, right? Roman Empire, the authority, they could have killed everybody else, all the followers of Jesus. Everybody was discouraged. Nobody believed at that point that Jesus was alive. It was going to be difficult to spread the light of the gospel in the world. But if the Lord is alive and he is with me, if the Lord is alive and he is with you, everything changes. Whatever you are dealing with in your life right now, Everything changes if you realize that God is with you. And this is what we need in our spiritual life. We need this awareness of the love of God for us and the presence of God constantly in our lives. And Lord, I want to have this awareness and this feeling of your presence. I said feeling. It's not just that we theoretically know that Jesus is alive and he's around us. We know it theoretically. But that truth has to permeate my life, has to touch my heart, has to tell me something. So if you are around, what? What's the consequence of that? And the consequence of that is Mary became an apostle. The first apostle of the risen Lord. She was the first seeing the risen Lord. She got a message to transmit. And that's so beautiful, right? That's what conversion is like. Conversion is... It's about that. Everything around you is the same. But you have a new light. You have a new feeling. You have a new perspective from which you look at things and people. That is the light of God in you. Then you can face the challenges of your life in a much better way, with a better attitude. That's conversion. Conversion is not that suddenly out of the blue all my problems, difficulties, etc. are going to disappear and from now on my life is going to be perfect because some miracle of God. Or No. Conversion has to do with this personal realization. Lord, you are here with me. And then now together we can face all of this with a new spirit. With better attitude, with more love, So, Lord, give me this conversion. Conversion has to do with that. To realize that you are here with me. That you are alive. Death couldn't kill you, Lord. You have beaten death. Because, again, God is the one who exists. The one who consists of being. The eternal being. Eternal love. That wants to be in your heart. Conversion has to do with that. I open my heart so that I allow God to enter. So, Lord, yes, here I am. Sometimes when I face my challenges, my difficulties, my problems, whatever you want, sometimes I I am not okay because life can be difficult. But with you, Lord, this is going to be different. Conversion is that I'm going to open my heart to allow you to enter, Lord then things are going to be different. Because I'm going to look at it from a new perspective. Look at the disciples on the road to Emmaus. The same guys who were super disappointed with Jesus and the movement of Christianity, disappointed because finally Roman Empire was, my, was more powerful than Jesus. Jesus was supposed to set us free from Roman Empire. didn't happen And you know, with all the disappointment, all these news about the empty tomb, the death of Jesus, people are afraid. So these guys decided, listen, it's over. I'm going back to my home. That's it. So that's what destroys us inside when we think it's over. And these guys went back to their place, Imaus, and then they had this encounter with Jesus, right? What happened to these people? They went back. To Jerusalem, they didn't care. It was late in the night. None of the problems in Jerusalem changed. Roman Empire was still there. The difficulties were still there. The the authorities were still looking for the apostles. They were hidden. Everything was the same. What happened? The Lord touched their hearts. They allowed Jesus to enter in their lives. Lord, I want to allow you to enter once and again in my life, right now, right here, at this moment in my life. That's conversion. Conversion is new spirits, a new view or a vision of things, a vision of life. Let us ask our Lord to transform ourselves into the person He wants us to be. That's conversion. The person we are, if we don't make an effort, if we just allow our, the way we are, if we allow ourselves yet to to complain, if I feel bad, you know, I slow down in my spiritual life, I get discouraged, conversion is, no, 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 I have to be a person with a lot of courage, I have to be a person with a lot of optimism, I have to be a person with my vocation clear, this is my path. Why? Because God is with me. If God is with me, everything changes. Conversion is that. To realize God is with me. San Jose Maria used to say, and it's a beautiful prayer we can repeat now. Lord, from now on, let me become someone someone else. No longer me, but that other person you would like me to be. Let me not deny you anything you ask of me. Let me know how to pray. Let me know how to suffer. Let me not worry about anything except your glory. Let me feel your presence all the time. Let me feel, Lord, your presence all the time. Conversion is that. Yes, these are my challenges. These are my difficulties. But I feel your presence all the time, Lord, so that things are going to be okay because you are around. So give me your grace, Lord, to feel that presence, constant presence. Let me know how to suffer, right? When we suffer without Christ, we are kind of, it's a, it's a suffering that leads me to discouragement, right? To feel sad. We can learn to suffer with God, with the Lord. Has the Lord suffered with peace in the cross? So all these petitions are very interesting because they help us, you know, to, to change the perspective. Let me not deny you anything you ask of me. Lord, what are you asking of me right now at this point in my life? Lord, let me know how to pray. Sometimes we say, oh, I don't hear, I cannot hear what Jesus is telling me. Well, let's start telling the Lord, Hey, Lord, let me know how to pray. I want to learn how to pray. Let me know how to suffer. If we suffer with Jesus, it's totally different. Our suffering has meaning. Again, sometimes the Lord is not going to remove the obstacles right away. What we need to do is to learn to suffer with Him. The Lord suffered in the cross. And the temptation was that, right? Just, you know, come down from the cross. Show us that you are God, right? But no. Jesus was there suffering. And he gave us a hint on what suffering means, right? means to redeem the world with him in the cross. Let me not worry about anything except your glory. What counts in our life is the glory of God. To do His will. Let me feel your presence all the time. Lord, let me feel your presence all the time. Let us be very attentive. Sometimes we don't realize God's presence, but God is very close to us. Back to the disciples on the road to Emmaus, They had an encounter with the hidden Lord. The Lord presented Himself in such a way that they didn't recognize Him. They didn't recognize Him, but the Lord was there. If we ever think, oh, God is not with me, God is far away, God doesn't care about me because my life is difficult, that's the day we know that God is super close to us because that cannot be true. That would mean God is bad, but God is not bad. God is a father. Let me, Lord, Learn to feel your presence all the time. May I love the Father? May I hunger for You, my Jesus, in a permanent communion? May the Holy Spirit set me on fire. We need the fire of the Holy Spirit to abandon <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> to just get rid of discouragement. To get rid of bad attitude. Just boredom in my spiritual life. To get rid of all of that, that, we need the fire of the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. And transform my heart these days here. Conversion is about having great desires. Desires to begin again desires to love more and better desires to stop thinking too much of myself and start thinking more of the Lord and those around me because they need me and San Jose Maria invited us to foster these desires in our spiritual life and we ask our Lord now in our prayer, so we're giving these desires San Jose Maria said, allow your soul to be consumed by desires, desires for loving, for holiness for heaven Do not stop to wonder whether the time will come to see them accomplished. Make them more fervent every day. For the Holy Spirit says that he is pleased with men and women of desires. Let's have a big desire. Sometimes we don't make all the progress we could Because we don't dream. We don't have desires. Think of the person you would like to be. All of us would like to be a bit somehow better or, you know, to deal with something that we are dealing with in a better way. Think of the person you would like to be and have a big desire of being that person. Ask the Lord, Lord, I would like to get there. So give me your grace and I'm going to Make an effort every day, I'm going to push as much as I can with your grace and you will see if you have good desires, somehow you are already there. St. Augustine says that, you know, those who have a big desire of doing something, they are already getting there. Those who want to accomplish this marathon, right, so they have the desire they have trained. And they want to get there. They want to get there. They want to get there. Precisely because they want to get there. It's like they are almost there. Because a big part of the race is. That you want to do it. So Lord I want to do it with your grace. And again. It's not about. That suddenly all the problems of your life are going to disappear. No. What is going to change is my attitude Lord. Give me this new heart. Give me this conversion. Give me these new desires. Let. Your desires, as Jose Maria says, be operative and put them into practice in your daily tasks. Uh, not, nobody's gonna change just by art of magic. Uh, the Lord wants us to make an effort every day. We need to do our exercise every day. Yeah? So if you wanna lose weight, you gotta go to the gym often and you gotta stick with the plan, man. The day you don't wanna do it, you do it. And then you Persevere in that, things happen, right? In one day, nothing happens. In the spiritual life, it's the same. I need to work on, Lord, I don't want to forget that you are with me. I don't want to just face my life alone. No, I want to do it with you. Give me a grace, Lord. Give me this conversion. Conversion is not a one time event. Bishop Barron said somewhere, it is a lifelong turning away from sin. And toward Jesus. Again and again and again. Every day. Lord, I want this conversion. I want to wake up every day in the morning with this attitude. Giving our grace. When we are people who ask the Lord for all these things, when we are humble and we recognize that without the Lord we can do nothing, right? So then we ask our Lord to help us in everything. Then what happens? You get it. The Lord gives you everything. You remember what the Lord says in Holy Scripture, right? The Holy Spirit says in Holy Scripture, you know, God resists the proud, but he gives his grace to the humble. The proud is by himself, thinking, "Oh, no, I'm going to feel the sound. I'm going to try it. But he's not counting on God. The humble says, Lord, please come. And then, boom, God comes and happens. Things happen, you know. What we need is to open our hearts and say, hey, Lord, come. That's the story of the prodigal son. The story of the prodigal son is a turning point in the heart of this young fellow. One day he decided, I cannot do this alone anymore. This is not life. And he decided, okay, father, I have sinned against heaven and you. He said he was sorry. Then everything changes. That's the conversion. Hey, Lord, come and help me. And then together we'll do this right. The Lord likes people who shows these desires. Think of Zacchaeus. He just wanted to see who Jesus was. And he just climbed up this sycamore tree just to see Jesus passing by. And as soon as Jesus saw just a small effort to do good, he converted this guy. Zacchaeus, calm down. I'm going to dine at your place with you. And all these people who ran up to the Lord with some problems in the gospel, all of them got whatever they needed. Think of this lady who was literally losing her life, bleeding, and all her problems were over because she turned to the Lord. Lord, here I am, I want to convert, give me a grace. Give me the grace of this conversion. Conversion happens when we try to get closer to Jesus and when we try to pray better, and when we try to pray more. John the Baptist pointed to Jesus, behold the Lamb of God. And Andrew and John followed. Jesus was the Lamb of God, the man who was going to transform the world. He was going to die in a sacrifice to God the Father to set us free from our sins. John and Andrew followed Jesus, and they wanted to be close to him. If this man is the Lamb of God, this is something important. I want to be close to this man. And they made an effort. And because they made an effort, great things happened in their lives. That's conversion. conversion. Conversion is, yes, run up to Jesus. Stay close to him. Stick with your plan of life. Don't put aside, don't put off your prayers. Persevere in that conversation with Jesus. You will see. He will transform our hearts. These days in our prayer, we can ask our Lord to to have clarity about what is important in our lives and what is not. There is the story in the Bible about Hagar, the concubine of Abraham. And you know the story, Sarah, the legal wife of Abraham, couldn't conceive. Hagar conceived first, she gave birth to Ishmael, and then Sarah started being super passive-aggressive with Hagar, So, at a certain point, Hagar decided to run off and to get out of there, because it was impossible to bear. So, she ran, you know, for three days in the desert. And on the third day, the angel of the Lord appeared to her and asked her, Hagar, where are you coming from? And where are you going? And she stopped. After three days of complaints, feeling bad, being lost in the desert, not being willing to go back home because everything was wrong back there, right? Or that's what she thought. Then she stopped and reflected about what was happening. Lord, I'm coming from the place I used to live. I cannot do anything else there. It's impossible. I cannot live there. Where are you going? I don't know. Go back to your place, the angel of the Lord said. Because I will make of Ishmael a great race. And Hagar found clarity. And she decided to go back home. And she started dealing with... All the problems with a new frame, if you like. Oh, this is part of God's plan. And God is with me. I can manage these things. You see, it's not the angel of the Lord didn't tell, hey, okay, here, get out of there because that's terrible. No. Go back and keep in mind, I will make of this guy an important race. It's part of the plan. You just trust me conversion is that where am I coming from who am I where am I going all these questions have to come up in days of prayer so we ask our Lord to help us to attend this retreat with lots of love lots of spirit of prayer and we ask our lady our Lady, as we have meditated, you know, because it was the, the main idea of the World Youth Day in Lisbon with Pope Francis, right? So Mary arose and went in haste to the hill country. Went in haste. We have to go where the Lord wants us to be and we got to be there serving. And when we do this, we find ourselves because that's what we want to do. And that's what we are supposed to be doing. And that gives us clarity, peace, etc. Let us ask our mother to be generous like her, to go and serve those around us, and to do this, you know, in haste. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect.